everybody. Welcome to the Homewreckies podcast. We are talking Heartland again, and today we are looking at season three, episodes 10, 11, and 12. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. Yes, how are you doing? Oh, you know, Groundhog Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's January. What are you going to do? So, yeah, we have some pretty exciting episodes of course they left uh, on a cliffhanger with the plane going down yeah Amy was saying last week that was like their the mid-season finale so we're quite lucky that we get to kind of binge all of these oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true uh that makes sense that makes sense um yeah so our first episode is episode 10 eye of the wolf and in this episode uh, we have Ty and Scott are crashed and uh, they are trying to kind of survive. Um, you also have Scott getting impaled by a piece of metal. And so Ty, Ty is the hero of this episode. And uh, you also have the whole team at, uh, at Heartland trying to decide what to do. And uh they, uh, they are. They decide to go up after, uh, after them, and uh, and then Lou, and is upset obviously because of Scott uh, and Ty, and also she, I guess, is not pregnant. She thought she was pregnant. She's not. So it's just making her think about Peter in a new way. And overall, what do you think of this episode? Yeah, this has been one of my favorite episodes of the season. I think um, mm-hmm. it's yeah. They just had it feels like only like they had two plots, but like I've got so many notes. Um, it just felt like so much happened, um, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of great character moments, particularly with um, with Ty and Peter um, and Scott. So yeah, I really like mm-hmm. this episode. It's one been yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a good one, and I, I was a little bit unsure of what would happen with scott because i i didn't know if with her with lou now being more invested in peter i thought oh is he gonna are they gonna kill him off uh and uh, so i was i was uh, definitely i was anxious to see what was gonna happen yeah they did a really good kind of fake out actually did Uh think um he wasn't going to make it but then I don't know. I think that would have just been far too a tough on tie. Yeah, um, and they did a pretty good job of staging the 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 plane. So I mean, they must have gotten pieces of a plane, maybe from a junkyard or something. I don't know how they did that, but um, but it looked pretty real. Looked pretty real, and it looked. They definitely looked like they were in the middle of nowhere. Anyway. Yeah, they, they did, did a great job of like making them feel like they were. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean because i don't think this show has that high of a budget so they did a, a really good job with what they had yeah absolutely um so it starts out yeah with ty and scott and ty wakes scott up and you see that he has this piece of metal in his leg and uh so yeah that was definitely pretty grisly and he looks they look in the back of the plane and uh, the uh so the first the human first aid kit 
was destroyed in by the crash in some way, right? Yeah, yeah. They say that was destroyed. Um, Along the with... transponder wasn't working, yeah. or was never working. Um, but they have some vet supplies, I suppose, and they don't have flares either. The one flare. Yeah, only one flare, and so God. it's pretty pretty tough. And they're in the the middle of nowhere, and they they are hard to find because the last time they had signals was a long time uh, before but it was a it was a long time before they were found uh, yeah. so I mean, where they landed so there's just no it's very difficult and yeah the area is far too big for them to mm-hmm. to search they didn't really need to kind of know where the plane went down so before they can even start a search mm-hmm. whenever i watch things like this like on tv of like people missing or you know like in the middle of nowhere it's like my worst nightmare like yeah i just imagine like having to rely on kind of the kind of politics of the the situation of you know when do we search and how do we search and oh, yeah like- and there's another downed plane that they found that they thought yeah, was they, theirs yeah they thought that was theirs which yeah i just keep thinking of like the family in those kind of situations of like having to stay at home and you yeah. definitely get that in this episode yeah, that would be really intense, uh, and that's what makes me nervous. People drive flying in these little tiny planes. Ooh. I, I I've only ever done the only thing I've ever done like that is being in a glider plane mm-hmm. uh, that was owned by the uh, the friend of my grandfather, um, and everything was very safe. But I got so sick. <laughs> because <laughs> those glider planes it's very i mean i i i'm already kind of prone to motion sickness but the glider planes are especially just kind of moving back and forth in that way and i i <laughs> did not respond well at all <laughs> i don't think i would have either no my poor sister was wedged in the back with me and i'm getting sicker and sicker and sicker <laughs> yeah so never do that i'll never do that again but uh, <laughs> but yeah these little planes make me very nervous uh that uh, just so many things can go wrong and yeah it's not like you can halfway make it in a plane yeah, and he did you say know? that scott you know not his fault that this happened but he's you know has it been um hadn't had his license for very long either so this would have been especially hard on him yeah yeah when it sounds like it wasn't fully uh vetted as far as at least the equipment and other things like that they did say the transporter probably wasn't working Mm -hmm. at all which yeah and uh so then lou is is upset with peter peter is spending so much time away from her and has gone so much and he has a two-year plan i think it was and uh that if things he wants to do and she says you didn't mention me in your plan yeah (laughs) of what you wanted and so what do you think of peter do we like peter do we not like peter i like peter individually especially this episode i think this is has been his like one of his strongest episodes Uh uh-huh 
him. He's just like a really good guy in this episode. Like really there for the family, like willing to use his own business to start a search. You know, he's you know, he really comes across like a good guy in this episode. I just don't think him and Lou are well matched. Their lives are so separate. Mm-hmm. They hardly spend any time together. They still feel like they really need to get to know each other. Yeah. I mean, it's just so weird because it seemed like that Scott and Lou were such a good pair and then they just got rid of that so quickly. And I don't understand what their thoughts were with that. But it just feels like he's never there or when he is there, it's like a flying visit. And it's like mm-hmm. a really good pair, but I just don't understand how a relationship could work when you're kind of taken off all of the time or you're kind of have to go meet halfway somewhere yeah. or you have to be together at least especially early days you're gonna have times where maybe you're separated in your marriage you know where you're not seeing as much as much of each other like if somebody is going to medical school or you know as a resident or whatever they're going to be going a lot um other things like that but those are just sort of time periods this seems like his like life yeah you know and so she's obviously concerned and uh, then ty tries to find higher ground and he uh, tries to you know, use the flare um, but he's not successful and then he comes back down and uh, amy and the team decide to go after ty ashley and caleb stay behind to watch the ranch and uh i can't remember did we did you guys talk about uh ashley and caleb is that in this episode or i'm trying to oh yeah yeah it's in this episode caleb t- finally tells ashley how he feels about her yeah yeah what do you think of that i felt like maybe i should have saved it for like the next episode it felt very kind of didn't get after all the kind of build up, it didn't get the time it deserved. Right. Um, I felt like maybe, oh yeah, could I could put it in the next episode, but um, I'm glad it's finally out there. <laughs> um, them dancing around each other for episodes now, it just gets so frustrating. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad it happened, but like again, they're just not my favorite pair. Mm-hmm. Um, I they just, just seem mad at each other all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just I mean he, I never really quite understood why she was in the right by stealing his place of living like I, I, that he was the one that the, the show was portraying as being in the wrong in that situation having treated her badly and I'm like no he's literally letting her stay at his house like I just thought that was weird uh so their relationship is kind of strange to me but and also the fact that he's older than her and she's in high school it's kind of weird but nevertheless we had that uh in this episode and so he comes back down off of the higher ground track and uh, scott's leg is getting infected and so he has to remove the metal and uh, create a tourniquet and everything and that was pretty intense. He, he they used the uh, horse medicine, yeah, on uh, on him to try to numb the pain, and yeah, he pulls it out. 
I was getting um, flashbacks to the Grey's Anatomy episode where they had the plane crash. It was like one of the most brutal episodes of TV ever. Um, so yeah, Ty did a great job. Um, he yes. Definitely kind of shown through these kind of episodes that he's really got what it takes to to um, tackle really difficult situations and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I would have been able Bro. to do something like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess adrenaline would kind of ca- come in, you would hope and, so, yeah, and you'd probably be able to do stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to do. Uh, but, and I guess in you know, we as most of us as humans, we we figure out a way uh, when there's something like that. Uh, but uh, you also have Amy. Uh, she's getting very upset because the last thing that she did with Ty was have a fight. So she's feeling very guilty. Uh, there's a whole scene with her in Ty's bed crying. Yeah, that was sad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, poor, poor Amy. <laughs> she's had to deal with a lot. I cut her some slack because she's had to deal with obviously losing her mother and getting injured and yeah there's just been a lot of things going on yeah i think we talked about in the last episode about kind of how much she's grown in this season particularly it feels like especially in last episodes you know she was unhappy justifiably that ty kind of went off on the last day um but she didn't kind of fly off the handle the way she normally would have in kind of the previous seasons Mm -hmm. it was like she was kind of like okay fair enough um but yeah i felt bad for in this episode um, yeah, yeah. Like this, kind of was spending time with Harley, um, and kind of figured that was a way yeah. to kind of search for for Ty. Yeah, that's true. Harley is upset. Everybody's upset, and uh, Tim says to Jack, "says you love him," and Jack says, "yes, he's part of the family." Oh God, Tim really annoys me. <laughs> oh my God, like so much this season. I don't know what it is. Um, he just acts like a child. Yeah, he is kind of whiny, isn't he? The thing is, like, by the end of the episode, you cannot understand why he feels, you know, upset, or especially in this situation where he kind of feels like Ty's kind of come in and, and kind of been the son that he wanted to be to Jack, but obviously that didn't uh-huh. work out. Um, but it doesn't justify his behaviour when, you know, he's an adult and he's acting right. like... A teenager like why don't you like me as much as you like it just it just feels really really yeah. petty. it's like this is a serious situation like we don't need that right now who cares who's going to like look for ty as long as it gets done it's the fact that mm-hmm. he kind of feels like ty's coming in and taking his place and peter's coming in and taking his yeah. place and it's like, well you don't have the the facilities to do that peter does so like just do it yeah he's upset with peter because he feels like he's yeah he's the leader of the family all of a sudden and uh it's like no you just we just have to get done using the resources that we have and it's hard when you have a whole bunch of natural leaders uh, all together wanting to lead yeah um so then uh scott passes out and the wolf comes uh, ty builds a fire mm-hmm. to try to, to be seen 
and uh and then yeah the wolf comes which we'll hear about later but but uh they just kind of a big stare down with the wall <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad the wolf didn't get any closer <laughs> yeah um so then also scott says before he passes out he says letting lou go was the stupidest thing i've ever done and we'd all agree right (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah and uh, mallory does say to caleb says are you in love with ashley and she he says yes and he says then don't wait amy wasted a whole year and so that's when he tells her that he loves her and when that's we also find at the end that we find out that lou's not pregnant and yeah. uh i don't think she would be mm-hmm. i kind of guess um at the end of the last episode what i was like what i think would happen and that just didn't seem on the cards for me at this point mm-hmm. and so then they they find they rescue them and uh and amy i mean ty tells amy the wolf looked at me and so that was a pretty intense episode i guess you said it was a mid-season premiere which makes a lot of sense uh but what would you give this one one to ten um i'm gonna go with a nine um Mm -hmm. accomplished everything that it wanted to do really well a lot happening considering let's say there were only like two plots um but yeah love this one yeah i agree with you i'll also give it a nine it's got a 9.1 on imdb so pretty high from the usa today bestselling author of the summer house jenny hale comes a story about finding lost loves chasing dreams and the people who show up when they're needed the most the memory keeper is the perfect escape for fans of susan mallory debbie maycumber and sheila roberts it's a heartwarming sweet romance that will have you laughing crying and best of all hugging those around you a little tighter. If you loved the Christmas movies based on Jenny's books and are looking for more feel-good small-town romance, look no further. It's available now at all ebook retailers, Amazon, Kobo, Apple Books, and Barnes & Noble. You can sign up for all the latest updates with Jenny's books on her website, itsjennyhale.com. So we'll have all the links for that in the description. Make sure you check it out. It's a really fun romantic read yeah Uh, so all right let's move on the next episode is called catch and release and this episode 11 of season three and so ty's having these nightmares uh about the wolves and he can't sleep and and about the accident and then there's a weekend fishing trip between jack tim and ty and uh and peter and so that has all kinds of drama <laughs> and, it's a recipe for disaster yeah <laughs> yeah and then we also have in this episode mallory gets kind of dumped by her friend yeah. uh, for a new group of friends and so she's struggling with that so overall what do you think of this episode um, I like this one. Um, like I, said, I don't think we've had a bad episode this season. Mm-hmm. Um, a little less than the previous episode, but yeah, still, still pretty good. I mean, the fishing trip stuff was there was some gold there. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of Ty having these flashbacks? 
yeah, understandable. Um, I mean, he kind of had to step up and really take charge um, and, you know, yeah. do some things that I don't think a lot of people would think themselves capable of. So, yeah, that's got to leave some scars behind. Um, so, yeah, it felt really realistic. Um, also, yeah. we've seen Amy kind of go through this kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's having some major, like, PTSD, it seems like. Yeah. with this and he's not answering scott's calls he's not wanting to deal with it and uh, but he's not able to sleep which uh just makes everything worse and that think i think i read somewhere that that going without sleep is like the equivalent of your your brain becomes this equivalent of like taking lsd and like drugs and stuff like at a certain point you are uh, it's it's really bad like you're as in uninhibited and, and uh as as you would be if you were taking drugs yeah so scary um mm-hmm. i'm lucky like i don't sleep well but this is like not even like on the radar of what i have to kind of deal with like mm-hmm. so much <laughs> i'm so lucky in that in that regard but um yeah i would hope yeah. that yeah, I have a horrible time. Something like that. <laughs> I have a horrible time getting to sleep uh, and have sleep problems, but uh, at least I don't have any kind of trauma that you know that's the cause. It's just um, you know, just I've always ever since I was a little girl, I had problems with insomnia. Um, but luckily, right now I have a job that's very flexible, and so that way, that helps me to be able to get whatever sleep I can. So if I need to take a nap or, you know, whatever, then I'm able to do it. Uh, but yeah. uh, it can definitely, uh, when I'm trying to stay awake, particularly when I used to go to movie premieres uh, and screenings and things and trying, if I was really tired, sometimes that could be a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I kind of take a nap in between of like a part-time job um and then i work kind of in the morning and then kind of late evening so i'll kind of try and take a nap in between Mm -hmm. which is good but it also kind of messes up any attempt at a weekend because you're just tired all day right Mm. well you know not get anything on going on we're in lockdown but (laughs) yeah what did you think of that whole scene where he's asleep and he ends up attacking amy yeah that was really shocking Mm -hmm. um yeah, that really kind of took me back a bit. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I think we've discussed that this show has kind of taken more risks in terms of, you know, all the stuff with Ty's mum and, and domestic abuse and things like that. They're definitely kind of going there, going a bit more intense in terms of the stories, but they are that really, sometimes it's so kind of chill and, and kind of family-oriented, and then they'll really do something like that that kind of mm-hmm. shocks you yeah that was definitely very surprising i mean i've i've never had even though i have all these sleep issues i rarely have any kind of thing where i'm like woken up shockingly like that you know what i'm saying but like him to the way he like jolted forward was really surprising yeah and i kind of grabbed her as it's like Mm -hmm. his instinct was to kind of get whatever it was away from him right yeah yeah he's scared of the the wolf and so then they go decide to go fishing and peter is really anxious he's trying to talk to jack 
And why do you think that Peter wanted to talk to Jack rather than Tim? That's a big point of conflict. I think he was always planning on talking to both of them, just kind of going off of the kind of guy Peter is. Uh Um, But I think when it comes to, like, you would maybe just save the worst to the last. Uh (laughs) Um, You know, I think him and Jack have definitely improved their relationship over the course of um, the short time they've known each other, whereas we haven't really seen Peter interact much with him that hasn't gone kind of disastrously. Sadly. Yeah. I think if I had a choice, I'd speak to Jack first. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think there is a, a feeling of almost more of a parental role of Jack with Lou than than yeah. with Tim in, in a way, which is probably what makes Tim so jealous. Yeah, yeah. It feels like, yeah, Tim just bugs me. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty, pretty bratty uh, in these episodes, Tim been a rough season for tim <laughs> in regards to my feelings towards right <laughs> <laughs> well also lou is and she ends up watching peter's dog max and the dog ends up finding a porcupine and that was pretty sad yeah poor dog oh. luckily we don't have things like that well my dog's pretty safe in terms of <laughs> what i can come into contact with in scotland yeah i mean i didn't even yeah. know they had porcupines in uh around heartland i thought that those were in like arizona or something like in the desert never actually seen. i've never seen one i've never seen um, one either i have seen um and vet shows and things like that with dogs kind of getting into oh. you know those things and like it just looks horrific i mean those barbs are like uh-huh. really really tough to get out I'm always just amazed at how on the show they're able to make it seem like the animals are in peril or hurt or injured or whatever, but obviously they don't actually injure the animals. Like, how did they do it to make it look so, so good? Kind of it's incredible. Did pretty well in terms of it, Max being a, a St. Bernard. I mean, they're such mm-hmm. chilled, like such relaxed dogs. I mean, they're yeah. not in terms of like the most kind of active in terms of you know energy wise um right. so I, I imagine they're a lot easier to work with in terms of getting all that kind of you know makeup put on them right. um i mean there's no way my dog would have like any like kind of yeah. situation so they got a lot they had a lot of those pricklies on him yeah and he kind of said that they were in his throat as well which is oh, horrific mm-hmm and Scott comes and saves the day. Yes, Scott <laughs> saves the day. I liked also the line that uh Jack says, I believe, when he says fish a fishing pole is a long stick with a hook on one end and a fool on the other. <laughs> that was a pretty good line, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh then they also have uh Jack brings his uh rifle with them uh because it's prime grizzly territory up there and uh, do we know exactly where heartland ranch is supposed to be or is it just some kind of vague place in canada i think it's alberta but i don't really know anywhere more specific than that Mm -hmm. just going off of the the fact that that's where they film it Uh um yeah i think it takes that they're in alberta so then they end up with girls night out (laughs) 
with Amy, Lou, and Mallory. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. Not the greatest girls now, was it? <laughs> yeah. And they uh they say no talking about boys on the girls' night out. And Mallory gets ditched. She sees that her friend uh, wasn't was lying to her. And so that's tough. I mean, it's such a hard age because she's supposed to be like, what, um, 14, 13? Yeah, I think 14. 14. That's a tough age, man. I, mean, I remember I, I went through my middle school years. I went through like three groups of friends uh, in those years. And I feel like things become a little more stable in high school as far as your friend group, at least. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely something I could relate to is you know the friend and i just had the same friends all the way through oh Um, really yeah i think just because i come from such a a small town Uh um, not the smallest of towns but um we all went to the same like catholic school um and then when we went to secondary school we had the choice between like a non-dominational kind of place or another catholic place and me and all my friends decided to go to the catholic school Mm -hmm. so we all ended together so it was quite lucky in that sense that we all just kind of transported over yeah so I ended up with the same group of friends through primary and secondary once once I was in high school my friends I feel like it kind of settled and I I mean my friends had been my friends before but I don't know I just I because we were all in drama club together and doing the plays and so that really kind of solidified us as sort of the group in uh, high school. And there wasn't just, anything like that in middle school for us. Yeah, And you also just have like your school, your your friends, your regular friends, like, you know, Mallory has Amy. And then you have all your kind of your high school friends. And if you, especially for me, it was kind of separate. <laughs> I'd come mm-hmm. home and I'd have a different group of friends and then I'd go to school and have a different group of friends. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would have that a little bit because I would have my friends at church, yeah, uh, and then my friends at school, which were were sometimes different. So, but uh, but yeah, so Tim is being like you said, being a baby, and he is insisting on sleeping outside the tent because he doesn't want to. Like, if he's wanting if Peter to trust him and invest in him, it's kind of funny that he's being such a brat about sharing the tent. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah uh they they have he doesn't he doesn't like being kind of confronted with the reason as to why you know peter would choose to speak to right as opposed to him like he doesn't like kind of if it feels like he's kind of apologized for abandoning the girls and it feels like we're fine now and it's like well no that you kind of have to spend a long time making that right yeah so Peter asked Jack for his blessing and basically Jack's attitude is, well, she's a grown woman. She can make up her decision for yeah. herself is kind of his attitude. And uh, so Tim says, I always come in second to you. And then they literally like have a fight, <laughs> like a fist fight. Yeah. yeah. Ty's reaction to the fight was, was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah. It was kind of a tradition at this point. <laughs> But yeah, then Ty almost shoots Jack though, because 
he thinks that uh, he hears the rustling, thinks it's the wolf. And yeah. uh, so Jack tells Ty to talk to Scott. Maybe you've got to go back before you can move forward. Otherwise, it will follow you wherever you go. Yeah, I had that one written down as well. Such a mm-hmm. great Jack line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. And so then Caleb and Ashley go on a little first date. What do you think of their first date? It was a pretty cute first date. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely scored some points with that one. But um, again, I just don't think they're getting enough time, enough screen time to really invest in their relationship. Um, just feels like we're kind of getting little snippets here and there. And I feel like if you're not already invested, then it's not enough to get invested if you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah it's true it's just kind of this little side story it was a cute it was a cute date i enjoyed yeah. it uh but i just still i'm just sort of baffled by their relationship <laughs> so uh but it, amy is very worried about ty and him not dealing with this and mallory says he's got a lot to deal with give him a break um uh, so uh then uh, the uh, lou finds the cows out of the fence and she's very upset with caleb because that was his job and there's somebody coming to do a, a an article or something like that uh yeah on the on the ranch the dude ranch and so all the girls get together and they bring back the they they gather the cattle so it's kind of a girl power moment the girl's doing it because <laughs> they can't reach caleb because he's out on his date uh i forget who said it but if that if he still if peter still wants to be a part of this family after this weekend then he may just be the one and i liked the so the photographer uh, that comes he loves the cows and he's like they should be out and about <laughs> that's funny and uh he he's like bring in more cows he's <laughs> like are you kidding me and uh peter is called in for more work and she's getting so frustrated and uh, mallory says to her friend her ditching friend she says i at least i know who my friends are and then ty makes a tobacco offering and he stares down the wolf and so he's finally hopefully able to overcome everything so one to ten what would you give this episode what do you think i'm going to give it a seven yeah not bad i'm um, just not as good as yeah the previous episode mm-hmm. um yeah the fishing trip is kind of the strongest part of the episode yeah right um i'll give it um a 7.5 so a little higher but yeah i enjoyed it overall all right then we have the reckoning is our last episode and i have to admit i was so tired (laughs) watching this so if i missed anything (laughs) please forgive me uh but this episode we have uh the everybody's kind of thinking about uh marion amy's mom's and her her passing her the anniversary of her death is coming 
and uh, so Victor comes to the ranch and Tim gets really upset about that and uh, so they're kind of what happened between Victor and Marion and uh, Jack and the girls are kind of in the middle of this fight between the, the two of them and uh, then you also have Kit coming back and Ty wants Amy to work with Kit's horse uh, to try to help. It's the one that uh, didn't have the, um, didn't accept the uh, orphan full. And yeah. so they're trying to work with them. And uh, Amy feels kind of jealous because uh, she feels like Ty will share things with Kit that she, he won't with her. And then we have the big moment at the end. Uh, Lou is going to be going to Paris with Peter, uh, but then things happen and uh, we get the proposal at the end. So it's pretty exciting. Um, what did you think of this episode? Um, I like this one. Yeah. Um, I would say that the, the kind of the Tim stuff really bugged me again sorry uh, i feel like all i'm doing is complaining about him um so yeah that was kind of frustrating but i really like victor i feel like he's kind of a character that i hope kind of drops in every once in a while um i really <laughs> like his relationship with amy um yeah i like this one i mean i'm kind of frustrated again with the amy and kit stuff um it feels like yeah. it's kind of just repeating the same thing over and over but um yeah, overall, strong episode again. Yeah, because Kit kind of keeps pressing until she gets an answer, whereas Amy doesn't quite do that as much. And so, uh, like, with um, school and with other things that uh, she's like, how could you tell Kit and not uh, and not me? And uh, plus, she's also just struggling with the anniversary of her mom's death, which makes sense. Yeah, that would be very very difficult and uh so yeah her kid's horse daisy is uh is just struggling yeah and yeah lou's going to paris she's very excited she's gonna be doing all of the shopping <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know where she's gonna be wearing all this designer clothing but she's pretty pumped <laughs> I don't I think you'd be wearing that around the ranch, but who knows? But have you ever been to Paris? No, no. Um, well, when we can travel again, yeah. um, I plan on going. Um, because it's just so easy to get from get to right. Paris from London. So, yeah, I'm not like I keep saying to my friends next time we go down to London because we go down quite often for uh -huh. like fan conventions. Like, yeah. why don't we just like spend a few days in yeah. paris because it lies just so easy yeah i've never been to paris i've been to france before uh when i was 14 so it's been a long long time uh but uh but yeah i've been to just a little tiny bit of, of france um but i still remember the food was so good <laughs> that's my main memory <laughs> of france i would love to go to paris someday i think that would be really fun uh but yeah she's she's excited she's gonna be spending all peter's money <laughs> very excited about and so she's insisting that tim install a wood fence because she thinks that the barbed wire fence looks terrible 
-hmm. So that's kind of a thing going on here. And by the end, he does say, he's like, she made a good call. This looks way better. <laughs> yeah. Um, Point for Tim. <laughs> yeah. At least he did something, right? And uh, so Mallory uh, is pretty tough on Lou, I think, in this episode. She says uh, that uh, since when were you a kept woman? She says, which I thought was pretty, <laughs> I mean, just, I don't feel like her relationship is that out of the ordinary. I mean, she's got her own business, she does her own thing. Yeah, he's gone a lot. If any, but... Yeah, if anything, our lives are quite separate. Yeah, but I wouldn't say she's a kept woman. That seemed pretty harsh. <laughs> I'm like, geez, Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, th that's really, that's strong language, I thought, felt like. Uh, but uh, you have uh, uh, Victor talks to Lou and says that he says you're the fire in the middle of your family now. Uh, so you know she's the strength uh, around everything. And then, yeah, Tim and Victor uh, get upset because victor had a relationship with marion but this was long after they had, had separated right yeah this is what bugs me about him it's like he confronts victor um about you know having a relationship slash friendship with with marion and it's like well you left and it's like what did i mean it's tragic circumstances that he left he has an accident and became an addict and and kind of abandoned mm -hmm. the girls and you know that's a sad situation and you know he's, he's kind of trying to make up for that now but you can't get mad that you left you can't expect her to kind of put everything on pause and just wait for him to come back you know she got on with her life um yeah and even though she wound up kind of not being able to open up to victor in the way that he wanted her to um that was her choice to make right and uh, tim yeah. i mean uh, jack says to tim what happened whatever happened between marion and victor is none of your business and uh so I mean, they yeah. Went, yeah they went together so that's right and uh so lou gets upset because peter is uh going to make this business trip and she thought it was just gonna be about them so she's upset uh, but then peter comes back and uh, and he says Paris isn't where I need it to be right now so they they take part in the ceremony honoring Marion and uh, Victor yeah. does the ceremony and yeah, it's good for him good for Amy because she does mention that she's really struggling because it feels kind of unfinished because we yeah need to remember she was in the hospital when the funeral mm -hmm. happened right didn't get any kind of proper closure Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, so then peter uh and lou are talking lou says i feel like work is always going to come before me and then peter proposes and she accepts so there we go what do you think of that uh, what do you think of the proposal it was kind of anticlimactic <laughs> as a proposal <laughs> um and it just felt yeah I felt like they were very unmatched and then in the next breath he was kind of proposing and I'm like, mm -hmm. I wish I kind of was able to enjoy it. A little bit more. Um, a little bit more. I just do feel like they are, their lives are just very separate and different. 
Right. Um, and I would have liked it to be in a little bit more of a a moment. Yeah. Like kind of an off the cuff proposal. I can see that. I kind of agree. Like I'm not I'm not a hundred percent feeling the chemistry between them. Maybe that's just because I'm still feeling like her and Scott had such good chemistry. Yeah. And it was just sort of thrown away. I'm still holding on to that. But yeah, I mean, it was it was just like a standard proposal. Um, and they are obviously have so many issues that they are dealing with that it's going to be see, interesting to see how they progress as a couple. But that's what happened. So what would you give The Reckoning 1 to 10? Um, I'm going with an eight, so just kind of in between the the previous two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel about the same on this one actually. So I would give this one at seven point five. And uh, so let us know if you're listening what you would give these three episodes where they rank for you. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benton. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rod Tomatoes. I'm going to be covering Sundance Film Festival coming up. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then also make sure you're following the Homework Keys podcast all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which we can talk all things Heartland. And uh, we have our merch store. So check all that. We have some Heartland inspired merch. So take a look at that. And thanks so much. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.